Hey people, this is Aram. Welcome back to God's Fall, a proud member of Neon Rival. Join the collective at neonrival.com. Episode 74, Crossing the Line. When we last left our heroes, they had rescued a blind dwarf who was the arisen god of the astral realm from the hands of Kadarian soldiers. While some of the party were suspicious, Para and Caitlin were quick to welcome her, as were the Albert Cublets. Once they had returned to Steelbeard, Para told the others that he had seen another godling in Capania. He, Caitlin, and Doro entered the Astral Realm with the help of the Eye of Saw and Zion's guiding hand. Once there, they found a fire giant, the arisen god of fire, and followed him to a massive temple deep in the heart of the city. He was there to meet with a dwarf who radiated the divine energies of both Earth and Invention. My name is Michael. I play Zion Preeton, a sixth-level human sorcerer. My name's Steven, and I play Torric Wildtongue, a level six paladin dwarf. My name's Kelly, and I play Rena Falvo, a sixth-level wild elf ranger. My name is Doug, and I play Doro Knot, the level six halfling rogue. My name is Serena, and I play Caitlin Wainwright, a level six human rogue. My name is Carlos, and I play Para Rivers, a six level human cleric. Before you is this massive temple, clearly dwarven or Kadarian in design. All of the building is made of these giant slabs of simple, straight stone with no embellishment or grandeur besides the sheer size of the thing. In the astral realm, it all radiates with that pink and purple energy, as does the god of fire, this spinning column of flame, as he ascends the stairs and enters the temple. Do you follow? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. go for it. Yeah. All right, what are you doing? Well, we're going to do this stealthily. Sneakily. So is there, it's walking up steps? Yeah, so imagine like a wide open steps up and then a huge open doorway, right? And it's on all sides of it. So it's kind of like an octagon. So you, you go up, in, and then back down because there's seating on the inside of it facing center area on the floor. So about, I'd say about three stories up and then two stories down. Are there windows? like that we No can, windows. No windows? Big open areas. Yeah, I want to approach and see what I can see inside there, what's going on inside there. All right, everyone roll stealth. 27. 11. 1. Nice. <laughs> Column of fire. Starting off right. great. Right into okay. it. So you right up it and are so quiet and perfect. They barely, they almost lose track of you. You have been trained by Doro pretty good, but it's just like, you know, it doesn't look quite as good. You're obviously trying hard yeah. to make sure it works. I think Caitlin sees Doro just vanish and doesn't see him and kind of panics a little bit and so she kind of fumbles into stealth so you see him go up and her go up and they look they both look pretty cool and so you and try he's, and maybe follow. he's overthinking it and he's just like one foot two foot. but he's not paying attention like 
people can still see him. You know what I mean? Well, no, you remember, you guys are all in the astral realm. Yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, but like someone could right. see him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If they're he's looking not, towards yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like out in the open, like walking up the steps. Yeah. So you guys, and then they're all kind of duck behind a pew or something. Well, there's there aren't any pews. There are just How seats the going seating? down. Is it just like stairs? Think just bleacher seating going all the way down in stone. In the Is there and co- then columns supporting like a so like a Roman amphitheater type yeah, of thing, basically. Yeah. But there are no columns. It's one big, huge open roof. So there's nothing really to hide behind once you get in. You could hide at the entrance, tuck yeah. behind the walls. Yeah, if there's nowhere, I mean, there if are the whole three inside is open. Flower pots. <laughs> <laughs> Pick them yeah. up and, and I break them. There aren't any supports, but there are large copper braziers around the area. Braziers? How, how do you say that? Braziers. Yeah. Braziers. So there's large copper they braziers. They're they are lit. not lit right now, so you could easily hide behind them. You oh, could hide yeah. behind them whether they were yeah. lit or not. Okay, yeah. well then that's probably where I would have been heading. All right, so you all kind of like yeah, hide yeah. Behind. duck behind them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get in just in time to watch this large column of fire descend the stairs, and as it's doing so, the fire proceeds into it, and the form grows and grows and grows until it is a fire giant. Walks towards this long stone table in the middle of the floor, in the middle of this amphitheater, arena, church, whatever it is. And there's a chair on the end, sized just for him. He drags it out, sits, pulls himself in, and at the other side is a dwarf. And as you guys look at this dwarf, you can see divine energies circling around him as well. And it's showing you things, things that you've never seen before. Inventions, machines, things you could never even imagine, all flying around him. And then rising up beyond that is the mountain, as you see the very earth bending to his will. Oh, oh um, guys, quiet, quiet. Oh, okay. As soon as the giant sits, the dwarf gestures towards him. Thank you for making it. It's been hard to reach you. I don't know why I am here or what you have to offer me. I have many things, but how about a lava forge? Why would you give me this? Why? Because you want it. And because I believe you and I are gonna be of great benefit to one another. guys doing in the meantime do we have a sense on who these people are i would like you to roll intelligence you could also roll history if you have a higher score on that door or not history buff <laughs> mm, i got a seven i'm real smart <laughs> he's made of fire that one's stone and that one's fire 21 i think it's like 19 Para, you recognize, of course, that he's probably the god of stone. You recognize that whatever those things are must be inventions that haven't been invented yet. That's, those, those are things that haven't, haven't happened, haven't come into being yet, that will. These things will happen. Creepy. Can I roll an insight to yes. see if, like, I can, because... We don't know who they are personally, right? Right. Okay. So, like, we don't know if they're bad. 
That's fair. I mean, Insight yeah. would tell me. I mean, that's a fire giant. Yeah, but that's who they are in the astral realm. Is, mm-hmm. Well, a, am I not uh, differently in, in the? I, mean, I thought you we were still all look just like you, but you have your aura of your person about him. Isn't that you. what he is, or no? No, I mean he he's is like a, a fire, fire giant, giant who is yeah. also oh. the god of fire. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, he that, doubled down on that. Yeah. Well, okay. Also, god of earth, not stone. 17. So yeah, what are you 17. looking for? So I, I want to, uh, what sense do I get of, as a listener, I know I'm listening to Skeletor, right. <laughs> talk to Skeletor, <laughs> right. Right. but as, as like a, a, as, as a player, am I like... The fire giant, as they're talking back and forth and getting introductions over, the fire giant is clearly aggressive, angry, and haughty. The other gentleman is just cold as ice. That dwarf doesn't let emotions come into anything at all. He's polite. He's respectful. Even if, even when the fire giant starts like, you know, why are you wasting my time? Doesn't bother him. Doesn't phase him at all. He just, he clearly has a plan and he is presenting it in a very logical way. But you don't really get a read off him emotionally either way. Can we see magical items in the world? Like, do they light up or whatever? Here's the thing. Yes. I mean, uh, Godstone would certainly light up if they were wearing something that was uh, prevalent on them that you could see. Yes, they would light up. So let's say... Do my robes count? uh, Yes, certainly. So if they saw your robes, they would light up. Absolutely. But also if they saw you. Yeah, 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 I light up. The dwarf certainly has things on him. There's a ring on each finger that is glowing. The robe, this highly detailed robe that's bright blue with gold stitching glows. There's a glow from under the table, so either he's wearing pants or boots or something that is magical. So yeah, there's a couple things on him. As you're going over all these things and they're going through Doro's head, he's wringing his hands and licking his lips. Looking at their stuff. You can just hear a cash register going, <laughs> right? ching, your yes. eyes kind of flip Inventory over. is being taken in a mental memory of how much everything is and where <laughs> it is and how much it might weigh approximately. And, okay, yeah, he's got bracers and some shoes and some kind of ring. He's on a throne eating a turkey leg now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's maidens surrounding Doro, but when they move their veil, it's just Doro's face. <laughs> <laughs> or, it's, or it's just a bag of money. <laughs> just more money. Money just falls out of the veil. <laughs> Belly dancers. Yeah, man. He's not wearing a crown, is he? <laughs> no, he's not wearing okay. a crown. Even he's not that obvious. Okay, good. Yeah. The entire air, it's completely empty. Besides. Completely empty except for them and you. And that table. Correct. I would turn to uh, Doro and Caitlin and just be like, we should leave. As soon as you do that, and this is where your one comes into yeah. a play, you turn to leave and you put your hand back to steady yourself and you just touch the lip of the brazier and your fingers touch the coals and astral fire blows out from the brazier in this huge burst of flame and the dwarf and the giant look directly at you flips open this little clamshell device he has near him it glows pink in his hand and all of a sudden you guys feel cut off from your astral of threads, like there's a force that had rose around you and has now sealed you off. Where you are, 
there's flailing and shaking, like they're all gone into some sort of seizure. I reach out with my divinity, and I clasp the Eye of Saw and lift it from their hands. Roll wisdom. Thirteen. It's resisting you. Something is resisting you. Uh, you can't quite get it out. Then I walk over and kick it. Okay. I would like you to roll strength. It falls into the ocean. <laughs> Four. <laughs> okay, you walk ocean. over and you kick it, and you are able to kick it out of their hands, but there is this explosion of energy as you do, and you are blasted back and slammed against a wall. Ah! 15 points of damage, and your wrist is shattered. Ah! And you guys ah! are now, as the dwarf was standing, he's like, well, well, well. What do we have here? And then, bink, you guys vanish and appear back in your bodies gasping. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hera! Why did you do that? I, 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 know, I didn't see it. I, it was, I mean, he was on fire and, and he, just... Uh... He didn't mean to. He didn't mean no. to. Zion, what's wrong? Zion! Zion! Uh, I'm sorry, I hurt my arm. The no. bone is sticking through I'm gonna his skin. I'm going to run over and uh, oh. heal him. God, that looks terrible. What is his healing? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. For a so bone. We've yeah. been super, super so, so liberal this, with this. Yeah. This is why it's been so liberal. He has the ability uh, to convert solar energy into first level spells. So he never, ever, as long as he's under the sun, he mm. never spends a oh, spell nice, slot yeah. at first level. So he can just do cure light wounds, cure light, you know, you, know, you can just do, you know, cure wounds, cure wounds, cure wounds, cure wounds over and over again until it's done. You can just grip his hand and just channel sun. At, is it daytime? Yeah, it's afternoon. Right. So you can just channel the sun's energy into his wrist until he's healed. Gotcha. So uh, he runs over. I imagine he's holding his wrist in his hand uh, and uh, he puts like, both his hands like on, on his wrist and he's like, I don't want to worry you, but there's a fire giant. <laughs> uh, hardly the time, Okay, I'm going to hear you now. Ah! <laughs> it stings like, for a second. It's like bad news with bad news. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, you think that's bad news? Check out this bad news. <laughs> and eventually you are healed though. But oh, also, at this point, Rita comes busting in. She's trying to smack into a, into a wall. And she has, like, bow out. And she's, bow like, out. Yeah. And she's, like, surveying the room. And Does she's, like, like... One of those little front yeah. spins before yeah, she enters the... Yeah. <laughs> like, comes in. She's on her knee. And she's, like, looking around the room. And she's, like, everything all right? What happened? We're going to be fine. I, I grab my tongs out of my pack. And I clasp the eye of saw and put it back into my pack. As you do that, the door slams open. I get an oink. Burst. And then... And walks over to you and kind of, you know, what's up? So, Sparks, uh, Caitlin, what happened? Uh, Doro. Uh, we need to leave. There, there's... Let's leave now. Okay. Steelbeard, it's time to go. Please make the ship leave. His face just appears in the wall behind you. Well, yes, my friend. Oh. <laughs> Raising anchors now. Yes, please, quickly. Sails quickly. up. And should I activate the fog? All uh, the fog. All the fog. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do that fog thing. You hear a foghorn go off. <laughs> Done, my friends. They, they saw us, Doro. They saw us. I, I, Who saw you? What happened? Uh, oh. So, uh, <laughs> a funny, funny thing about that column of fire. It turns out it's a, it was a, uh, a, a fire, fire giant. 
fire giant, like in those stories they tell. A fire giant like we heard about as being the god of fire? Okay, that one's on me, guys. <laughs> uh, y- yes, like the one we heard about. It, what? I, I just... Well, maybe we should make contact and ask them to help us. Oh, no. 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 We sort of did make contact. They saw us, and he had a, a friend with him. His friend was a creator uh, that, that had things that... I've never seen before uh, things that I, I that don't exist in dreams yet. Did I? Did all three of us recognize that the one person was like two things? Oh yes, absolutely. Versus all of us who have all been yeah, one. No, there was definitely two divinities dancing about inside him. It was two distinctly different energies. I grabbed Zion's arm. What? So, okay, you know how we all kind of look a certain way in the astral? Yes. We are all kind of a thing. In our divine form, yes. Um, one of them was two. What were his two things? Uh, well, she definitely saw one of them. Do you remember what the, the future stuff was about? They had these ideas around them just swirling about, and they would flash with cogs and um, gold and brass, and then this other material I've never seen before just swirling around him, these ideas. And what was the other thing that you saw? I think it was like earth. It, it was like mountains and rocks, the ground stuff. Piecing it together, we knew that the god of earth was a trapped gnome in Gaul Hadir. And we knew that the uh, god of invention was, you know, somebody big in, in Gaul Hadir. So I'm assuming then he must have somehow subsumed that poor gnome and took her power. They can do that? We've always assumed so. I'm totally picturing oinkers in the background on, like, uh, on a dry erase board, like, doing all the numbers, <laughs> like, all the Goodwill hunting calculations in the background. Has just turned into, like, a, a little pink <laughs> monkey so yeah. she can hold the chalk. Like, mm, yeah. Mm, tap, tap, tap. Yeah. Uh, there's a little quiet moment while you all are thinking about that, and the door busts open one more time, and Torvik is <gasps> half naked with his axe. What's all that noise that you're going on out here? I'm trying to sleep. You missed all the fun, Torvik. You don't know what I did. Good morning, buddy. How's it going? Where have you guys been? Shopping. Shopping? Did you pick me anything nice? Torvik! What? <laughs> did we? I saw a fire giant. No way. Where yeah. did you see that? It was over there. I point. In the direction. Well, why aren't we going that way? Why are we going the other way? You want to go see the fire giant? Uh, hell yeah. No, you, you go don't. Go back to sleep, Torvik. No, Torvik. It's, it's bad. It's very bad. We're in very in a lot of danger. You know what's bad is the dreams you give me. Hey. There's no... <laughs> hey. Uh, we don't have time for this. Let's get out of here, boat. <laughs> the boat's already it's moving. Already moving. Yeah. Oh, it is moving. All right. I've been on it for several minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, can you keep an eye on Dudala, please? As a dwarf, what I have... Dudala is on the deck. What? <laughs> is he like Hal? <laughs> is Steelbeard like Hal now? Just Hal 2000? Yeah, basically. He knows where everything yeah. is. Rena's okay. out of the room. Uh, I She's... can't let you do that, Rena. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. So you've sprinted yeah, out. Yeah, i sprinted okay, out. Okay, is Did anyone I... going after her? Um, Oinkers charges after you. Okay. Yeah. I told her to come with me. <laughs> with me, Oinkers. Yeah, with me, Oinkers. Together. <laughs> All right, you guys charge up. Sorry, go Did ahead. Did I ever hear them talking about the dwarf? Not you. No, you didn't. You just bust in right at the tail end of it. But they can fill you in while they run up. If you, if you, yeah. So you guys charge up the steps and onto the deck, you know, arrow out and everything. Yeah. And Dudala is just standing at the bow of the ship. 
Dudala. What would you do up here? Well, unfortunately, they're coming. Who? We must warn the others. I thought they'd be further along. I didn't think they'd be able to find me here, but they have. Group of who? There's a group that hunts us. Hunts our kind. And if they catch us, they will kill all of us. We got names? Something? They call themselves The Line. The Line? We must tell the others. Why didn't you tell about this before? I didn't. Just come, please. Let's uh, warn okay. the others. <laughs> so, and she reaches out to grab your hand, and she's yeah. using her walking stick again. Uh-huh. So in, in this world, she clearly is blind. I just pick her up. She kind of smacks your hand with her uh, cane. She's like, I'm fine, child. Just lead me there, please. All right. Okay. And she walks rather quickly when she's... Winker, help her on the other side. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Yeah. And Winker's kind of... <laughs> You lead her back down a stairs, and just as they finish okay. explaining... So we're all freaking out and telling you, okay, so to tell them really quick, quick, what happened? What happened? Uh, well, there is this this flame giant, and then there's this du- du- uh, dwarf. A dwarf? Yeah. He was a lot of things. He appears things. to be a double god of some sort. And you said he's from G- Galadir, right? Yeah, Galadir. Would I know anything like that? Or anything about... Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, a, go ahead and... I mean, you probably would just know. So roll with advantage, but roll history. <laughs> no. No, don't know who you're talking about. He's still, he's still I, recovering. He yeah. liked recess in school. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that guy. Yeah, we totally gave him wedges. <laughs> awesome. All right, so you guys are all just shouting at him. like, And you get the gist of what happened. And boom, they bust back into the room. Guys, it's even worse than we thought. <gasps> oh my god, what? why is everyone now panicking? What? what did she do? Pointing to the Dudala. I have been chased frequently. It's part of the reason why I tried to, to keep such a low profile. But there is a group. They call themselves the Line. They are mortals with very, very powerful items. And they hunt people like us. They've hunted the Arisen Godlings in an effort to capture us. And... In their belief, keep us from harming others. They will show no mercy. So they're like Kadarians? Kadarians with god powers. You said they were mortals. They are mortals. Well, but I mean, they sorry, have but, you know. very powerful items. And how did you come to know about all of this? They came from me once, and I was able to escape, but just barely. And have you ever seen them actually kill a godling? No, but I have heard tales of them going after others. Which ones? I have talked to one other before. The god of sound. I've heard his songs. They had heard them too. I believe they went after him. I do not know if he escaped or not. How are they coming? By boat? I do not know. Some can fly, but I sense them. I sense them near. In which direction do you sense them? And she'd point towards the west. I immediately reach out to all the birds <laughs> in the area and just have them do perimeter. Just right, flying around, see if they can see anything. It'll take about a minute. So you're reaching out to all the birds and wanting them to like scout this area of the ocean. Just yeah. All right, everybody, vicinity. let's get up to the deck. up top with your spyglass. Good idea. I teleport to the crow's nest. And it's like just peeks out of the top of the fog. You know, he's able he's to... on top of the cloud. Yeah. It's yeah. like a little, a little Doro half-head peeking out of the cloud. cloud. Yeah, exactly. What are you looking for? 
Uh, probably a ship. He did say, or she did say, one of them flies. So everyone, so I'm, I'll look <laughs> up into the sky right. and look around. And uh, I would like you to roll. Uh, what's what spot in this world? Perception. perception. God damn it! I'd like you to roll perception <laughs> in this dimension. Everything's coming up, Doug, today. Uh, twenty-three. All right, so you scan the water. It really doesn't take you long. You just kind of scan right to left, and boom. There is this ebony ship with black sails coming towards you at an incredible speed. So where is it in relation to the ship? Due west. And you're heading west right now. So we're heading toward it? Yeah. Bad-looking ship off the bow! And I point, assuming... Yeah, we can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> can we tell how far it is? Well, you guys can't see anything because there's we, fog everywhere. Oh, yeah, we can't see anything. Yeah, only okay. Goro can see. Okay. So if it's going that way, I say... Uh, Steelbeard! Yes? Can you see that other ship over there? I can see nothing. <laughs> Good. That's a design flaw. <laughs> that, no, yes, that actually is. is one of the problems with it. When they activate that fog field... They can't see, so what, they just keep going in a, in a straight line. Once they have a clear navigation path, they'll activate it. If they activate it in a busy channel, they could crash right into another ship. Right, so if they see us anyway, so I, I would say drop the fog, but that's up to you. We can see them, but they can't see us. You, you Only can see he them. can no, see them. No, I'm pretty sure they can tell where we are, because they're coming for her. Uh, they, so they're probably like pinging us somehow. So they'll, will... they'll get to us. That's not gonna, that's not gonna stop us, but. So I'm gonna turn into a sparrow and fly way up in the hot sky so I can get a good bird's eye view and just kind of float around like I look like a sparrow, not, you know, with a beard. <laughs> a sparrow with, with a, a beard. beard. Yeah. That's the one that you kept? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all, all my animals have animal has Also, has beard. little axe. <laughs> <laughs> little sparrow axe. Little, little feet axe. Right. Oh, man, someone's going to draw that shit. Caitlin yeah. <laughs> Crafts. Yeah. Okay. You run to the edge, leap into the air, and turn into a sparrow. And Oinkers is right on your tail. So there's two little sparrows that fly into the air. I'm going to show everyone. Hang on. One pink and one with a beard. Right, exactly. Yeah, one pink, one with, one with a beard. And you guys kind of flipped around this ship. The two of you soar out of the fog surrounding Steelbeard and spiral into the air. And as you swoop back down, you spot the ship pursuing you. It is a smaller ebony craft with bat-like sails traveling at a tremendous speed, far faster than those sails could possibly provide thrust. Near the back of her ship at the helm is a woman dressed in a cloak of raven's feathers. A red mask covers her eyes and black leather adorns the rest of her. Next to her captain's wheel are a series of levers and pulleys that as she manipulates them seem to control all aspects of the ship. Well, if you really wanted to deal with some dangerous gods, there's a couple of them right, <laughs> right over there. Right. Yeah. We right. love the ISO. Is there any way we can cloak ourselves? Uh, I wonder, you know. Turn off your gods. They're after Dudala. What if we just teleport? Push her off the way. <laughs> you can have her. <laughs> Dudala's explained to us that they're not friendly. Dudala has said that, that, that they're here to hunt gods, basically. But they're godlings themselves, is what she said. No. They're no, not no, no, they, they have godlings. godlings. Okay. Magic they have, okay. they have right. magic Mortal. weapons so powerful that they are as of gods. Okay. And as you're actually thinking about that, you spot this crimson and gold armored, must be a dwarf because short and stout, flying just comes circling around the ship and it's just soaring through like the Iron air. Man? 
exactly like Iron Man. But Iron Dwarf? A dwarf, but short, and is carrying this staff in their hands that is crackling with energy at either end. So it like looks like that staff is what's propelling him to fly? No, it just, well, it has energy, so it might okay. be. Yeah, yeah it might be like a broom. Cack. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what's no. the magic word? <laughs> at the very front of the ship is a huge gray-skinned woman with the horn protruding out of the front of her head that's like strapped on some kind of headband. And she has a huge shield covered in red scales and a giant golden hammer in her hand. There's also a person right next to her, much shorter, humanoid, with a green cloak, a green mask, and a pair of crossbows. So it's just them four sitting on top? Yep, just just the four of them. No crew? As you're watching, the woman who's got all this this huge cloak of feathers on, on her, it's like all around her main wheel, there are these huge levers, and she'll occasionally throw one forward or pull one back, and you can see these huge ropes going along the deck and up. Everything's connected by pulleys and chains, and she's able to throw these things back and forth and raise sails and pull in other sails and turn. So she, she seems to, to be able to control all aspects of the this, of this ship right from where she is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head back. Gotcha. So you've swung the boat around. You guys are just kind of staring through fog because it's even thicker behind you. And then all of a sudden, two birds pop, pop, pop out of the uh, fog and open their wings so they slow down and poof, land. And Oinkers unfolds and you unfold as well. Well, we've got a problem, lads. <laughs> What did you see? Oh, good. More problems. Well, we've got this guy who's floating around in some armor, flying around the ship like a bird. I don't know how he's doing it. Some g- girl with with feathers all over her, and I just, they don't look very nice. Caitlin, you can tell she's very, very troubled, and she um, is gripping her, her dagger, and it, and she's kind of whispering to herself, I can't go back, I won't go back, I can't All go right. back, I won't. You've got to stop doing that. Go back where? No one's going to take you anywhere. You're with us. You're fine. Bunker sees that you're really upset and walks over to you and kind of headbutts you and nuzzles you. And then like from your back, you can feel like some like biting. And the two owlbears are also there, and they're kind of biting at your ankles. And like, you know, yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Animal comfort. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin, could you take the owlbears down below? Yeah. To safety, then come back, because we'll need your help. Oh, okay. And um, she just... Giving her something to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she appreciates that, and she uh, takes the owlbears and uh, heads down. Steelbeard has built kind of like this little low-walled wooden pen and filled it with straw. So you can always kind of like just dump them off in there. So we're fucked. <laughs> we are godlings. Get it together, people. Power poses. <laughs> I mean, I say we turn around and go right for them. They're going to catch us eventually. So you think their boat is faster than ours? Oh, absolutely. That thing's made of, I don't know, it's all black. and It's faster than any boat you've, you've ever seen. Fine, it's this fog is doing us no good then. Steelbeard, if you could, please drop the fog. I will do that, my friend. And 
you know, in thin tendrils within a minute is just gone. Okay, looking out, what do we see? How far away are they? When are they going to get here? So now coming up behind you is this black obsidian boat, and towards the front of it is lashed what must be like a three-foot-long godstone, which has now started to glow as they're getting closer. They're about maybe five minutes away at this speed. Are we going to just take them on straight on? To the death. If they're out to get us, I mean, could we talk them out of it? They didn't talk to me. They just came for me. But there are many of us, and you and I can defend the others. What are you talking about? And she reaches out the bridge to you. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a consensual bridge. (laughs) Hold on. Explain what you're doing here first. You can form a shield. I can form a shield. Our energies are different, but if we combine, that shield should be strong enough at least to repel them for a while. And how did you learn of the bridge? I've connected with others. I told you I met the god of storms. Sorry, sound. <laughs> Pardon me. No, uh, Tadala, you said you had heard stories of the sound. And I reached out upon great distances, and I connected. I call it the bridge. The words were just there. It was just there. I knew what it was. I can feel it with all of you as well. So I look over at Zion, like, questioning uh, Dudala, and get a sense that, like, he's, like, he's not asking a question. He's questioning her. I want to cast Zone of Truth on her. Okay. Absolutely. So is she telling the truth? She seems to be telling the truth. She's telling the truth. We need to do something now. We don't have much time. Please. All right, Dudala, let's form a bridge. Roll wisdom. I rolled a one. Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay, so you reach out to form a bridge, and she reaches out too, and there's this blast of energy. (laughs) Take four points of damage. Whoa! I go to pick up Dudala. I run over uh, to Zion right away. It's okay, save your powers, save your powers. But it's like free if I do it during the day, right? Yeah, totally free. I just run over and I ignore him, and as I'm healing him, I like look up. And, like, he's, like, focused on his hand. And I'm just like, we got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> and just, like, heal him. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm sorry. The bridge <laughs> crackled. At this point, you all can see a gold and crimson armored figure flying now forward from the ship and gaining even more speed upon you. All right, let's try again, Dudala. 18. You all feel their energies shoot towards each other. And even though you're not part of it, you can see that bridge formed. Any one of you feels like you could simply join the bridge at any time. And the second it's formed, they both vanish. Zion, you and Dudala are now in the astral realm. This doesn't look like a shield to me, Dudala. What's happening? As you look over to her, she is now rising up from the deck and her eyes begin to crackle with energy. I'm incredibly sorry, my child. But I needed a place where I would be stronger. I don't wish to harm you, but hand over the Eye of Saw. Thank you for joining us for episode 74, Crossing the Line. 
For my DM's notes on this episode and character art for all of our characters and major NPCs, head over to patreon.com godsfall. It is due to your generous support that Serena Marie was able to join the cast as Caitlin Wainwright, and your continued support will allow us to expand the Godsfall world even further. We are also at the last call for print copies of the Godsfall worldbook. There are less than 70 copies left, so if you want to make sure you get one, head over to worldbook.com.godsfall and reserve yours today. So thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time in the world of the Five Kingdoms. Produced and edited by Dead Ghost Productions. Find out more about us and all the shows we make at deadghostpro.com. Deadghostpro.com.